You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Ian and the D Show. My name is Ian the Well-Informed, formerly known as the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters Podcast. Um, I'm here with Brad at, what con is this? I forget. Great Lakes Comic Con. Great Lakes Comic Con. Um, so great. I don't know where I'm going with this joke. Please help me. <laughs> it's Great Lakes Comic Con down at the Coma South Campus. Yes. Do we um, do we need to um, do like the national anthem or anything like that? Uh, it would be a tradition to stand up and do the national anthem since we are in a school. You know, it's college land. People don't do the national anthem there anymore. Oh, I mean... It, most people have given up on the national It's only elementary schools that's something like that. Hey, that's a shame. I thought that it was... <laughs> it's definitely a shame. It's been a while since I've been in elementary, and I'm not going to call you Watson, but... <laughs> not like the national anthem is a great song that... How many times do you listen to it on your iPod? I don't have an iPod. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. But that's um, kind of not what I was trying to talk about. I was, I was trying to get more into having a smooth transition into the new game that came out on EA um, titled Anthem. <laughs> I forgot that was a game that came out. That is a game that came out this weekend. Yeah, like, that. I must be like sleeping on because all these game launches are just sneaking up on me. I mean, there's Anthem and then there's Apex Legends, which is actually doing a lot better than Anthem. IGN uh, ripped into it. A ripped into Anthem. Really? Yeah. They um, out of ten, they gave it a six point five. That's a that's pretty bad coming from IGN, especially since. Exactly. They said that the uh, gameplay was good, but that the um, the grind wasn't worth the reward. <laughs> a, you would face a boss for literally half an hour, and then you get useless items out of all of it. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not the. <laughs> I'm into the politics of the gaming politics, but in terms of embargoes, I'm not. Um, I don't know all that much about it, so I. Um, <laughs> I won't get into that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you played Anthem at all? No, I'd rather. Um, I'd rather kneel down. <laughs> you gonna take a knee on Anthem? I'll take a knee on Anthem. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm. Um, I'm kind of playing more into the 
my um, newly acquired NES Classic. So the NES Classic came out like two and a half years ago. Yeah, I know, but I okay. just making sure it's the same one. They didn't sneak another one. They didn't sneak another one. I just I newly acquired it. Sorry, I need to be a little more. Um, I need to be more clear about that. Crystal clear, unlike Anthem. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, so no. Have you um, been keeping up with like any of the things within this convention? <laughs> Yay. I need to still walk around and kind of see what moves are here. Like, I, I know all the Sesame Street people are here. Yes, um, our childhood like, is to our left. <laughs> Big Bird, Oscar, Zoysak, and then a lot of the human characters from Sesame Street. Then you have Mr. McFeely just kind of sitting right to the side of us uh, from Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I didn't even know he was going to be here. I, I knew he was going to be here in our childhood. Is to the left of us. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much looking straight down and just going, it's my entire childhood that's just feet away from me at this point. Everything I grew up on. Yeah, I keep circling the building. I've been here for about a couple hours now. And I see no Elmos. And I want to take it... I get what you're trying to get at. But I kind of take it upon myself because I do. I, I can't say that I VO, but I do VO Elmo's voice. <laughs> so I would totally do that here, but I take it upon myself. I'm sorry, Great Lakes Comic Con, that I did not come dressed up as Elmo. <laughs> but no, um. But no, just so far, con's been good. I were you at um, what's it called, Astronomicon? Yes, I did actually attend Astronomicon. That right. was a pretty good con. Uh, it's more wrestling and horror focused, which the movie buff side of me loves the horror stuff. And goes, oh my god, this is great! I'm seeing because it had the guest two original actors from Paranormal Activity, which was really cool to meet. Them. Uh, Sid Haig was there, who is like a horror icon legend. Uh, you had one of the original writers of uh, one of the Night of the Living Dead. I can't remember which one it was. It just, those aspects of it got totally into it. Uh, then there's the wrestling side, which I know nothing about, so pretty much go, oh yeah, cool, it's wrestling dude number six. And there's another wrestling dude. Oh, that guy's wearing face paint. He's probably a wrestler. No, you're more into the horror, and I'm more into the um, what's it called? Um, the wrestling side, like Jake yeah. the Snake Roberts and yeah, like other I would things. See him and go, oh, man, that's that's pretty cool of a name he has there, and then I keep walking. I I personally want to see someone like Brock Lesnar or even um um. I'm trying to remember his name, Rey Mysterio, that's it, <laughs> to come in and be like, uh, do the 619 
uh, as one of his like poses there. I want to see something like that, but I'm so out of touch with wrestling that uh, I had to have somebody explain to me that The Rock hasn't actually been a wrestler in quite a few years. He's been more of a movie actor. Right. That's very much true. That's his. That's his bread maker. And John kind of starting to take that path now as well. Because he's going to be playing uh, Duke Nukem in the live-action movie. No. No. That that got canceled, actually. That that got canceled. They, um, I want to say that it was dealing with the character of Duke Nukem, but... I mean, it'd be pretty hard to do Duke Nukem in this day and age. Um... They were looking to have it be a, um, and this is just speculation. It was canceled, but I would say that, um, uh, what is it? That it was, um, that, um, what's the studio that tried to do it? Um, Universal Studios was trying to make it P213. And that you can't do PG-13. It has to be R. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even remember when it got announced. John St. John does the voice of Duke Nukem in every game for Duke Nukem. And he wasn't happy with them doing the live-action Duke Nukem. Uh, because that's, that's what he's known for. It, they pretty much took the character from him and went, we're going to do something else. So, I know he wasn't happy then it kind of just trailed off. I didn't even hear that got canceled. I just never heard anything else pass it kind of starting pre-production training kind of negotiations. I knew about it because um, I followed John St. John and kept following him and came to find out, yeah, that that has been uh, canceled now. Uh, see, I never got to notice that it was canceled. It was just always in the back of my head is, oh, that's still something that's going on that I just haven't yeah, I, I know that's um, that is um, kind of unfortunate that his character has kind of gone into obscurity to a level. Yeah, after Duke Nukem Forever came out in 2006, he just did not end up being uh, good. Uh, yeah, it kind of fell into obscurity. Like, I never hear anybody bring up Duke and then it's, it's sad because uh, a lot of people are, like, reliving these older games again. Like, Max Payne is still a pretty big franchise. It's, it's not exactly all the way back to the Duke Nukem era, but it's one of the games that was kind of inspired a little bit from the start of Duke And that's going through. Then you have Rage 2, which is pretty much Rage 2 looks like what the new Duke Nukem game should be. I'm kind of pumped about the sequel to Doom, <laughs> to oh, be Eternal. honest. Yeah, Doom Eternal. I, I actually know somebody that's uh, out at one of the Bethesda studios and did a playtest of that one already. Yay. And they, of course, signed the NDA that says, I can't tell you anything about it, but uh, I play tested a Bethesda game. It's like, well, there's only one Bethesda game you're going to play test it, so it's very obvious. They like, Doom Eternal is like, yeah, yeah. I can't say anything else beyond that, though. I thought, it, hey, 
it's it's good that that it's Doom Eternal and not Fallout seventy six. I mean, Fallout seventy six is coming under flag for everything now. They even banned a player for being too good at the game um, for having too much ammo because he put nine hundred hours into the game. Yeah, he, uh, and I, if I recall correctly, he didn't even say how much ammo he thought he had. Like he, they said, "Oh, you had this much." He was like, "There's no." I had that much ammo because your character could only carry so much. Yeah. And he can't even log into the game to confirm how much ammo he had. I mean, but now, on top of, uh, you're, Bethesda is giving their fan base a lot of ammo against them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Bethesda is one of these. I absolutely love their games, but I hate the decisions they make. You know, like, I No, it's... I would agree with you on that. Um, I actually never even picked up the Um. So, in other news, my... I've never played them, so my uh, body is ready, but my um, mind is blown. If you know what I'm getting at. I I can see where you're going with this. Uh, Bowser has taken over the <laughs> yes, Jack Bowser, yes. Uh, Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser, yes. Doug I knew I got it wrong when I said it. But yeah, no. You're probably thinking Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. <laughs> you know, the other guy that has a Nintendo last name. Or Lucius Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because he's Jack Fox. <laughs> Fox McCloud. No, but it's like this week, Reggie Fizame, like, the big focal point for Nintendo of America is President and CEO is pretty much was the driving force behind a lot of campaigns for the Nintendo Wii in the US that made it so popular. Him and uh, Iwata Iwata they pretty much were the driving force behind a lot of commercials and advertising for the Nintendo Wii that would actually talk to people on the street in front of a Nintendo World Store in New York City. 
you know, it's, that's unheard of for a CEO to just walk out in front of the storefront of their, you know, main location and just be like, hey, what game are you guys playing? You know, hey, let's do a game of Mario Kart real quick and pull out a 3DS that was kids, you know. Not like a, here, go outside and just pretend to care for folks. No, it's, it's 3DS and come out and actually play Mario Kart with people waiting in lines. Like, he is one of the reasons Nintendo is known for being, you know, having the greatest fans. People like him that work for the company that keep driving this course. Yeah, it's sad to see him go. Everything's going on in good terms. He's retiring. Uh, it's not like he was kicked off the board or anything like that. Or anything happened that he's unable to do. He's retiring and wants to spend more time with his family. And so he says. I, I believe that he's getting wrapped up for Animal Crossing and Nintendo Switch. He knows he's never going to have time to do anything CEO or president related <laughs> that comes out. Yes. Um, that's really good for him. I mean, I mean Dave likes to talk on his podcast about how there are certain people who can translate between business and um, and person, and he's got that kind of unique gift, especially being CEO and president of Nintendo of America. He has that. And I wouldn't agree with every practice he's done within the business, like, say, for instance, fair use. But for the most part, yeah, like you said, he's... Yeah. Not saying that he didn't fight it or anything like that. Obviously, not everything he did was solid gold. But some of those decisions, like the fair use gold debacle, that was more Nintendo channel. Yeah, because... People in general, like Japan or otherwise, don't understand the effects of uh, cybersecurity and um, copyright and things of those nature. Yeah, but yeah, but that's another topic that I can go into for three hours, and I don't want to waste your time on that. Not here. Uh, <laughs> not here. Not now. Not here. Not now. No. Um, but no, like. Even with like Reggie and that, did you see the um, Nintendo Direct? Uh, the recent one with Tetris 99 and yes. For me, I would say maybe like I would say maybe like a third of the titles that they had on there were my cup of tea, um, the Super Mario Maker Two, um, the um, Final Fantasy Seven finally coming to Nintendo. Um, what else? Um, Mario Maker Two. 
good at all. The hair percent supported it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is good. Stop releasing that game. It's come out on it. Final Fantasy VII is going to become the new Skyrim. I can't wait for being able to play it on the Amazon Echo. <laughs> Echo? Yes. Echo. But not Echo the Dolphin. No. No. No, okay. Echo the Dolphin uh, should already be on the Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Get on it, second. Yeah. Um, but um, speaking of the uh, Nintendo Direct, I forget the name of the game that is now being made by uh, Platinum Games. No, no, no. Um... um um, it's kind of like a futuristic where you have control over a guy and then that's not the name of it but yes <laughs> that's what I know as uh, yeah that's not my kind of game so I really didn't even pay attention to that one like I, I watched the trailer for it but it's just not for me and yeah it's anime RPG number 273 it's I never got into those, you know, uh, JRPGs and stuff like that. Like, there's a couple that I can play, like Insidia uh, and everything, but for the most part, it's not my cup of tea. All right. So, you're not into all that, um... Yeah, it, it wasn't an Nintendo Direct for me. It was a lot of stuff that, uh, it's like, oh, cool, that's coming, that's coming, and beyond that, you know, nothing for me to really get liked about. Tetris 99, I was like, well, that seems cool, and I've now sunk probably a good seven hours into that game. Uh, one, because it's free, and two, because it's a quick thing to just play before going to bed. Not having to get into, you know. Yeah, and then there was, the last announcement was Link's Awakening. I, I wasn't. I, I'm not a big fan of ports, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, well, at the very least, it means that What I heard, they were looking to possibly have it on the 3DS, but then, um, yeah, hey, that that was a really hey, that was a really good game, but, um, but from what I've heard, like they were looking to have it be. Um, it was supposed to be on 3DS, but they, they, I believe, had seen a drop in sales, and so they are now porting it to the Switch. So that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a big Kirby fan. I, um, I will play. <laughs> um, I see the appeal. I've played, I've played um, Kirby All Stars. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? I like that. I like the um, Great Cave Offensive and <laughs> all those all those mini games within there. Everything with like Meta Knight and yeah, I can see the appeal. It's just I'm not going to get into a lot of the um, uh, point A to point B type games that are Kirby. I'm more of a Mario fan. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, you talk about not liking JRPGs, but I see, I see you absolutely loving stuff like, um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. (laughs) I I love a lot of anime. (laughs) Just don't care for JRPGs. I'm more into the JRPGs just because I like role-playing games. That's uh, out of all the games that I would play, that I play, platform is my second, and RPGs are my first in terms of genre. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, hey, hey, my background and your background is a little different. Like when I first when I first started games, the game that got me into games was uh, Dragon Warrior, or as it's more popular known is um, uh, Dragon Quest. Now it was named Dragon Warrior. I played the original on the NES, and the reason I like it liked it so much is because it was an incredibly difficult game where you had to bring people in and so I got to meet up with family and they'd be like this is a trick this is a trick and um, and so we'd have a little more time just to talk and have that communication so I've always liked it to that nature <laughs> and I like how people grow as they um, get older and mature. Right. So it's a lot, it's like real life, but. You actually play through the life of somebody instead of like Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, is that um, all we want to talk about now? You tell me. <laughs> I think that's all we want to talk about. <laughs> but no, um, no, like. As always, um, my name is Ian. I don't think that you said your name, Brad. <laughs> uh, my name is Brad. Catch more of my stupid opinions on the Breakfast Table podcast, also through Podcast Train. 
Yes, and we'll have to make waffles sometime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and make it in the form of um, Hyrule Village or something like that. <laughs> It'd be ironic, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, as always, my name is Ian the Wall of Orb. You can find me at Twitter at Ianformed, informed with an A. And um, thank you and DFTBA. <laughs>